I found something else that I have in common with my father. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and he's probably going to hate me for sharing this story, but I just got off the phone with him, and he went shopping for a new belt and some pajamas, Mm -hmm. and just like me, didn't try anything on at the store, just bought it, got it home, and was shocked to find both items were too small, and he had to return them. Classic Jeff move. What's the Jeff move? You have an illusion of your body size. I'm like, no, that'll totally fit. Remember, I think we talked about it on the show. He went up to try on a suit for my mom's services before we just decided to to wear sweaters and, you know, collared shirts. Yeah. We were both going to wear a suit. And uh, he's like, I have plenty of suits that fit. He (laughs) tried the first one on and I was like, that's why I told you to go try it on, dad, because I do that every single time. This will totally fit. As long as I don't inhale or eat anything ever. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Uh, My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for kind return policies at all the stores I shop at. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for paid time off. I thought of a new New Year's resolution that I am going to throw into the mix. Okay. I want to stop feeling like I am always busy. I am self-imposed busy all the time. What do you mean? I just always, like I have the ability, this self-employment ability to go meet a friend for lunch or go out in the evening and and meet somebody for a beer or go, you know what I mean? Or, 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 working out or any, all this stuff that I want to do. But because of what I talked about the other day, I just fill every second with working ahead or getting caught up or doing this or Mm -hmm. doing that. And it's just this attitude, this mental thing that I have about being busy that I want to change in my head. I think that you are held hostage by a clock a lot. It's not, I, I don't think it's a a clock. I you think have it's weird time stuff. Like you have self-imposed deadlines, meaningless deadline. I mean, they're not meaningless, but like they don't matter to anyone. But you kind. Of, well, okay. So today, I, I was making hundred percent. I was making breakfast around eleven because you know hashtag vacay. And I said, "Hey, do you want me to make you some eggs?" And he said, "No, it's too late for breakfast." Well, like, what do you, but it's always like weird time things or I well, hold on. Those are two different things. That's not a deadline thing. That's because I wanted to have lunch and I didn't want to have breakfast at 11 and then have lunch at like three and then end up then being totally thrown off for the rest of the day. But you just skip lunch if you have a late breakfast, but I didn't want to skip lunch. I wanted to skip breakfast, mm-hmm. which is why I said it's too late for breakfast. But, um, And it's never too late for breakfast. I love breakfast food. But you also, we talked about this on the show too, where if you get up 30 minutes late, you're like, oh, I can't go work out. Right. Because it's, I I told myself I was going to wake up 30 minutes ago. Now I'm 30 minutes behind, but like you're not. 
The other thing that I do is I decide um, something like uh, whatever it is. I will mail all of those things that I need to mail by five o'clock today. There's no urgency in whatever it is, right? Like let's say Mm -hmm. it's paying the bills. None of the bills are due until the 15th, but on the first, I just get it in my mind that today's the day I pay the bills. I could put it off for a day, no problem. But I I don't because those self-imposed deadlines cause me anxiety. It's so weird. It drives me nuts. (laughs) You drive yourself crazy? Yeah. So I want (laughs) to try to be more mindful of that. And then I want to be more mindful of it. And I want to try to be better about it. So you can add that to my list of resolutions. I have an idea. And I don't know if resolution is the right word or it's just something that I think we should do since it's the beginning of of a year. Okay. So I asked Jeff what his, what he was resolving or what his goals were for the year. And I wrote them down and I have a note card for each of us. And what I think we should do is we should each write these. Cause I think the power of writing them yourself says something and we should put them in an envelope and then seal them and not look at them until the last week of 2020. That is so harrowing because what if you forget completely what they are? And then the last I think that's the point. It's the opposite of harrowing. It is putting your intentions out into the universe, sealing it and like keeping it around. So, you know, it's there, but it's not like if I don't do this, I'm a failure. It's more like, you know, how people do wishes and they light them on fire and they send them up into the world. Right. It's like that. But then it'll be fun at the end of the year to look at it and be like, oh, this year was so different than we thought. Or, oh my gosh, I accomplished everything. So for the people who do those vision board things, it's like putting your dream piece of jewelry on a vision board and then completely forgetting you did it. And yes. And then a year or two later, finding that vision board while you're wearing the bracelet that you are coveting. Yeah. And the thing with this is I think like there are some goals that I have, um, you know, for the show. Um, there are some goals that I have for the Cali and chef brand. Um, so I have, stay in consistent shape. I have move regularly, regularly. I have, um, you know, some revenue goals for the Cali and chef brand and some staffing goals like written down. So I've I've decided my financial success is, is going to be measured on Cardi B's scale. Oh like, my gosh. She's got a brand new house, which is crazy. She was running late for her Christmas shopping. So she bought everybody under the age of 16 in her family, like the new iPhone 11. She, I was. And, and she just scrolled over, like she's filming it. And she's like, so when you run out of time, everybody wants a new phone. So here they are. And there's like 20 iPhones in front of her. I'm like, Lord. There is a, I was scrolling back on her videos because I find her quite hilarious and I really like Offset. So um, I, I just think they're really funny people to follow on social, but sometimes when the algorithm skips or whatever, I don't see their posts. So I was lurking on her this morning and she had this video from Offset's birthday and she's like, what do you get the guy that has everything? And she's like, open the fridge. And he opens the fridge and there's $500,000 in cash in their fridge. She's like, happy birthday. Here's $500,000. I'm like, oh my gosh, that would change our life. Why... When, uh, how do we let Cardi B know when our birthday is? I know, right? I want $500,000 for my birthday. Callie's birthday is February Mm -hmm. 2nd. My birthday is November 10th. But you know what? We can celebrate any holiday. 
So if you want to give us 500 grand for we Flag Day, mm-hmm. we'll take it, Cardi B. So anyways, back to the thing. So what do you think about that? So we write kind of our intentions or what we hope for this year and then we seal it and then we'll read it and be, here's the thing. I think we get so lost in what we first set out to accomplish that the little goals and the things that are exciting get lost on in the way. Okay. You know what I mean? So we can write, if we write these down now and we open them at the end of the year, won't it be fun to say, oh my gosh, look at these goals we had for the upside. We totally crushed those, but. I think I would like to propose, I would like to take your idea and add one little addendum to it. Okay. And then yes, we do it. Okay. I don't think we seal them in envelopes today. I think we put them on our mirrors or we put them somewhere where we see them every day for like. 10 days or something okay. where we can absorb them, where we mm-hmm. consciously read them every day so we can implant them in our brain and then we seal them up and we don't consciously think about them going forward. Okay. Because otherwise, like, I mean, I know you just asked me yesterday for my list. I can't even remember what was on there. What was on my list? Okay. So your list is launch a live component to our brand. Oh yeah. I want to use like events or even like Facebook live or Instagram live type things, but not just Callie and I like speaker events and Mm -hmm. encouraging and motivational and, and high energy events. Uh, create opportunities for more employees. Yes. I think the coolest thing about being able to grow this Callie and Jeff thing would be able to find people who are like-minded like us and, give them an opportunity to to be successful both professionally and financially. That would yes. be very cool. Maintain a healthy weight. Yes. Have confidence in being self-employed. Yes. And buy a house is on Jeff's list. Yes. Cardi B's house. I want to buy Cardi <laughs> B's house with her refrigerator that makes $500,000 a pier. That could just be staged for the gram too, don't you think? Have you ever held $500,000 cash? Because I haven't. No. Nope. I'm trying to think of what the most cash I've ever held is. The most cash, I can tell you what mine is. The most cash I've ever had in my hands at one time is $12,000. I had a friend, and I thought this is so great, but he had been saving. He and his wife were saving and saving and saving to buy their first house. Mm-hmm. And they found the house and their offer was accepted. And then they were going to go to the closing. But the week before they went or a couple days before they went, he went to the bank and asked the bank manager if he could just hold for a (laughs) few minutes all the money that they had in their savings account. Because he knew that 90% of it, 80% of that money was going to go to the down payment in the next day or two. Right. So you'll lose all that money. Right. And then the next 10%, I mean, you buy a new house. Do they let you do that? He did. He has a picture of him sitting in like the room where the safe deposit boxes are and stuff. And he's just sitting in there with banded, Oh my gosh. I would be terrified. This is why you're in the bank. So what can happen? Well, I wouldn't say what could happen. That sounds like it's tempting fate a little bit, but I would just be scared around all that money because that's your literal entire existence. The entire thing. Yeah, but what are you going to, I mean, are you, is it going to spontaneously catch on fire? No. I don't know. What if it did? I thought that was brilliant. And so I don't know what the dollar amount was, but whatever, you know, 25 grand or however much it was, it 
represented years of savings and he just put his hands on it just for 10 minutes. And then oh, he's like, okay. It makes me anxious thinking about it, even though it's like surrounded by cameras and, and safes. And I don't know, I would just be, whew, that would make me nervous. Our, Speaking of bling. Our first uh, big, good segue. Thank our, you. Our first big winner of 2020, our first winner of uh, 2020 at all is Melody Glassing. Congratulations, Melody. She texted us, uh, texted the word sparkle to us a few days ago and was randomly selected as the winner of a $500 gift certificate to Brown and Company Jewelry. We still got like three more of these gift certificates to give away later this month. So make sure you're listening to the show. That's where we'll announce the um, code word code word, and tell you how exactly you can win. So uh, congratulations, Melody Gassing. You are Brown and Company's second $500 gift certificate winner of uh, here on The Upside with Kelly and Jeff. Congratulations. I thought you were about to say one of the names of your old shows. No. I'm surprised that hasn't happened. I think it happened like our first week. Uh, man, I don't think so. You're very different than the other name I would have said. Dear, I can tell that it, it's not going to, that won't happen. <laughs> I can promise you. Anyways. Uh, okay. So. I did something today and let me preface this conversation by saying that Jeff will not let me do his laundry. And why will you not let me do your laundry? I'm just very particular about laundry, fabric softener, drying temperatures, uh, all of that. I'm just, it's just something I'm particular about. So I like to do it. Now, did you let your ex-wife do your laundry? No. Okay, so no one other than Jeff's parents and himself has ever done his laundry. He's very particular about it. And I oh, I say to him, you know, especially when we first got married or moved in together, I think it was when we first got engaged, I'm like, I will do your laundry. Like, why don't you trust me to do this? And if he's trustworthy, why are we not washing our clothes together and he's doing mine? Whatever. Anyway, so we have separate laundry, which I still find really weird, but whatever. Wait, if he's trustworthy, what does trust have to do with us doing our laundry together because if you're the one that's so good at laundry why aren't you doing my laundry oh i will if you want me to i'll oh, just really yeah i just have to do it separately because separately because why well depending on what it is like i don't mind throwing your underwear in with mine like that's an easy setting but like other stuff like uh yeah complicated stuff stuff that has to be delicate or yeah just, and, and and women's laundry makes me more nervous than guys' laundry because I buy clothes the same way I buy kitchen stuff. Like, if it can't go in the dishwasher, I don't want it. <laughs> so if my clothes require a delicate cycle or this or that, it's too much. So it would make me nervous to do your laundry. But if you would like me to do yours, I that's will really do cute. it. That's really cute. Yeah. That's very cute. Anyways, I say that. I don't know how to fold panties, though. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff gets really overwhelmed with women's under like it's, he it's just very he can't fold it. It's it, funny. It's just very, very weird to fold the panties. <laughs> okay. Anyways, I feel like you just made that awkward. And why am I blushing? I don't know. It's just a lot of it's a little <laughs> don't, bit don't. it's a lot of folds for a little bit of fabric. You know what I mean? <laughs> I do. Okay. So I went in today to do laundry and I'm we lived in an apartment for the past two. Well, we've lived in this house for a year. Before that, we lived in an apartment for two years. And then before that, we lived in a townhouse where we had our current 
washer and dryer. We just took a little break in between at the apartment because they came with a washer and dryer. So I have not used our washer and dryer in a couple of years is what I'm saying until we move back into this house. And then I've been doing laundry. I, you gave me very specific instructions today on how to wash our sheets, which I did. And I noticed when I had the lid open, cause it's like a top, a top opening thing that there is a section that you're supposed to put the washing detergent in. Where have you been putting it? Right in the wash. Oh. For and, a year. And this is why I don't let you do <laughs> and, my laundry. And I thought, well, I think I used to do that before because I remember in the townhouse putting it in there and you know when it flushes the water in there and makes it all clean. That's yeah. like my favorite thing to watch. And I used to watch it and I completely forgot because we didn't have the same washer and dryer. So for a year, I have been just putting the detergent right in on top of the stuff. And we've gotten blue stains on stuff. We've got, because we use Tide. Uh, and I've been doing it wrong for a year. But that doesn't hurt anything, right? It's just no, suggested it that you. Yes, it hurts it because the way this washer works is that you, it spins. It's like a water saving thing or whatever. So you put your laundry in and then it spins for a minute to balance out the load and then determine how full the washer is. Mm -hmm. Then it loads the water up based on the uh, weight of the stuff that's in there. Mm -hmm. So if you pour the soap on top of it and it's a dyed soap like Blue Tide, you could stain your clothes. You could stain stuff. That's why I had to wash our comforter twice. Because of blue stains? Yeah. Fired. I'm fired. Should have never admitted that. Well, and I, as soon as I noticed that, I was like, oh, yeah. I forgot that you put the detergent in the little detergent thing. Um, so I, I, we also don't have fabric softener, by the way. Yes, we do. What do you mean we don't have fabric softener? We don't softener? have fabric softener. Yes, we do. I used it today. We have. No, we don't. We have downy. You know That's I mean? fabric softener? I thought that was detergent, like eco detergent. <laughs> oh my God, he's going to get it out. This is why he won't let me do laundry. But I've done laundry just fine for the past, what, 15 years? Ugh. I didn't know that was fabric softener. I thought it was, it was eco detergent. It doesn't say fabric softener on it. It does too. <laughs> Ultra downy, free and gentle fabric conditioner. Oh, okay. Well, um, so I'm never doing laundry for Jeff. I doubt this exists, but maybe, maybe Skillshare has a class on how to use a washer and dryer. Skillshare is one of our sponsors this week on <laughs> The Upside, and they provide classes online for whatever you want to learn about. You can go to Skillshare.com slash Upside and get two months of free premium membership. Skillshare is got classes for creatives, got classes for small business people. If you want to cook, if you're getting ready for the holidays, if, you, if you're trying to do learn a new Pinterest craft, whatever it is, Skillshare has you covered but for two months free, what have you got to lose? It's the beginning of a brand new year. So go to Skillshare.com slash upside, pick a class or two, and see what you can do to broaden your mind headed into the year 2020.
Rothy's is my favorite pair of shoes. It's my favorite brand of shoes. I have three pair. I got two more for Christmas and I am loving them. First of all, they are sustainable. They are made out of water bottles. And so far they have used over 35 million water bottles from landfills to make the shoes, but you'd never know because they are seriously the most comfortable shoe I have ever put on my foot in my entire life. If you're looking, they have a different, a couple different styles, but I like the loafers. So if you're looking for a recommendation on what style to go for, the loafers are mine and I love the camo ones. Those are the ones that I got for Christmas. You can go to rothys.com slash upside to try on your new favorite shoes. I hope you love them as much as I do. Again, that is rothys.com slash upside to get your brand new favorite flats. I had someone, uh, one of my Facebook friends posted, um, this great article about grief and it was a couple weeks ago. It was right around, it was right before Christmas and he had just lost his husband to cancer, I believe. And, and he's grieving and he posted this article. It's from last year, but I thought it was so poignant about grief and I could relate a lot to it. And I thought that you would be able to as well. So I wanted to read part of it on here. Now, have you read this? I haven't. No. Okay. So basically the article starts out with the author talking about how the day their dad died, they went to the grocery store to buy bananas. And I think it's a guy. Yeah, it's a guy, John Pavlovitz. Pavlovitz. Um, and he was saying that he's like, I don't know like what a terrible day to be at the grocery store and buy bananas, but we needed them. So I just went and he's like, the thing about grief is no one knows. Cause I'm not wearing a sign how badly I'm hurting. So from outward appearances, no one knows that my dad just died and what I've been through. And here's what, um, it is a really weird when you lose someone very close to you, but still have to go do the day-to-day business of living. It's very, very weird. Yeah. It's just a very weird, you almost feel like you're, you're somehow betraying the, person who just passed like i i it popped into my head a couple of times the week that we were up in syracuse that my mom passed and we were going about our day right like just doing a lot of stuff related to mom passing but every now and again we would just have to do something weird like or simple like we went back to the hotel one night and decided to have a glass of wine in the bar Mm -hmm. and so like I was, while I was ordering that glass of wine, I'm like, this is so weird that I'm just ordering it like it's any other day. It's just, it's- The writer, John, he said, I wanted to wear a sign that said, I just lost my dad. Please go easy on me. Right. But you don't, like no one does. So here's what he wrote that I really loved. Everyone around you, the people you share the grocery store line with, pass in traffic, sit next to at work, encounter on social media, and see across the kitchen table, they're all experiencing the collateral damage of living. 
They're all grieving someone, missing someone, worried about someone. Their marriages are crumbling or their mortgage payment is late or they're waiting on their child's test results or they're getting bananas five years after a death and still pushing back tears because the loss feels as real as it did the first day. Every single human being you pass by today is fighting to find peace and to push back fear to get through their daily tasks without breaking down in front of the bananas or in the carpool line or at the post office. Maybe they aren't mourning the sudden tragic passing of a parent, but wounded, exhausted, pain-ravaged people are everywhere, every day stumbling around all of us, and yet most of the time we're fairly oblivious to them. Everyone is grieving and worried and fearful, and yet none of them wear the signs. None of them have labels, and none of them come with written warnings reading, I'm struggling, be kind to me. And since they don't, it's up to you and me to look more closely and more deeply at everyone around us, at work or at the gas station or in the produce section, and to never assume that they aren't all just hanging by a thread, because most people are hanging by a thread, and our simple kindness can be that thread. We need to remind ourselves just how hard the hidden stories around us might be and to approach each, each person as a delicate, breakable, and valuable treasure and to handle them with care. It's grace. It's grace. And that goes, we've talked about this on the show, but everyone, and, and I think that I have naively been walking around the world think, okay, some people thinking some people struggle, some people might be going through something. And so when they cut me off in traffic, I'm going to give show them grace. Or when they're angry, you know, I remember when we were going through our miscarriage, Jeff yelled at the enterprise car rental guy, oh my God. like yeah, full on yelled at him. And I was so embarrassed. And he had no idea that we were, we lost a baby the day before he had it no was, clue. It was next. It wasn't even, I didn't even just yell at him. I, Cause I, I don't think I yelled actually. I think what I did is act like a lunatic. Yes. He said something like, well, we can't, we can't sign off on that because neither of us are managers and a manager needs to do that. And I took my phone out oh my and God. I started filming him and I'm like, say that into my phone, say that into my phone. So you can't bill us later. And the guy's like, bro, I make $10 an hour. I park. He's cars like, here. I don't want it. He actually hid. He, he hid. hid. He's like, I don't want to be on your video. And I'm like, say it into my phone. And Kelly's <laughs> like, you need to go outside. I'm, I'm like, like, you need to take a breath. But the point is, is that it's not some people are struggling with things. Everybody is struggling with something. So it may be a happy day or a happy time in general. But I think as we walk through life, it is so important to treat each other to handle with care. You know what I mean? Everyone yes. has a story. Most, I would say... Most people in the world aren't hardened, horrible people. I No, they're not. And I think what, as you were saying that, what my mind went to is the person that you think never has a bad day and everything is always great for probably has a struggle bigger than or at least the same size as yours. Mm -hmm. But that's their way of coping. That doesn't mean they don't deserve grace and kindness. Right. Just because they're always happy and they're in a good mood. Don't take advantage of them. Don't, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, you're. That, that's so right. Or it, people that are always angry or always seem angry or always seem sad or, you know, the extreme. So I thought that was really 
I think the upside community in general is really good about that and about giving other people grace and showing other people grace. But I just thought that really, really spoke to me. And I know that it was about grief, but everybody's going through something. So handle with care. One of the uh, things that I'm going to, that's not going to be a new year's resolution, but I'm going to tie it in to what we've been talking about with me and time and filling every moment in. Mm -hmm. I am going to, in the year 2020, and I want you to do this too, I think you and I need to intentionally go on dates. And I'm not talking about fake dates where we just on a Friday night say, oh, we're going to go out to dinner and we go to the place that we go to all the time. Mm -hmm. and, And maybe we've, you know, maybe we're wearing clean clothes, but maybe we're not. I think... Every, that sounded horrible, but maybe like maybe, <laughs> maybe we're, we are, maybe we're not. We're probably not. No, but I mean, maybe we're getting dressed up for the date, but we're probably wearing what we wore for whatever we did that day. Mm-hmm. I want a few times in 2020 for us to go on a date that would be like if we were dating where we are both excited about it and we think about what we're going to wear a day or two ahead of time. Mm -hmm. And we go to a restaurant that neither of us has been to before, Mm -hmm. or maybe if one of us has takes the other one and we do something different afterwards and we don't just fall into our normal routine. And I'm not talking about elaborate $500 steakhouse dinners that, that we'd have to save up for, for two months. You want to date me. I'm talking, and I want you to date me. Date like, your spouse. Like, I want I want it to be the dates like when we were dating. And I think it's too easy to, I think we have fallen into a trap where we don't do that. And if we have a kid soon, then the, the, that's gone. Not pregnant yet, just by the way. Okay, so uh, I just want, I just want to do that. So they don't have to be elaborate. They don't have to be fancy, but I do want to make that part of our 2020. I'm into it. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. You know what I would like one of our dates to be? And I think we've only done this together once in our life. What? Bowling. Really? Yes. And that could even be like a group date with a couple of couples. No, I don't think it should be a group date because I'm really bad at bowling and I feel really insecure about bowling. So maybe that would be like just us. Just us date? like really close friends. Like people that aren't going to make fun of me because I'm really, really bad. I just think, I remember we went bowling once when we were dating and it was before, that's when you never, nobody ever wanted to say no. You know, so if I was like, let's go bowling, you would, of course, go, yay, bowling sounds fun. Or if you were the one who suggested it, I might not have been super in the mood. But I remember we went and we had a great time. You know what else we did when we were dating that you won't do now? What? We went to Johnny's Hideaway and went dancing. I No, no, no. That has nothing to do with what I'll do now and what I did then. We went to Johnny's Hideaway and did a lot of shots, so I felt like I could dance. That would still happen that if you got me to Johnny's hideaway and got enough shots in me, then yes, I would dance. Really? Yeah. And how do you describe half of our listeners don't live in Atlanta? So how do you Johnny's describe Johnny's hideaway? hideaway? Uh, is a 1970s looking carpeted bar 
and it is known for having an older clientele during the day and then younger people go trendy at night. It's like a place that you would go for your bachelorette party or whatever and they play 70s and 80s music for the most part and people just dance and have a really good time. It's not somewhere you'd ever really go sober seriously. Right. It's kind of, it's not a joke. It's a really, it's a institution. It's a third stop. It's a third, it's the third bar. It's the third and last bar. It's the bar that you go to before you hit IHOP, Denny's, or Waffle It's not a pregame. No. No, it is a, hey, it's 1 a.m. Should we go to Johnny's? Oh my God, we should totally go to Johnny's. It's that, it's. And I'm not saying that in a disrespectful way because it is an institution is legendary. If you don't live in Atlanta and you ever come here, you must go. I'm calling from Pennsylvania. Um, Listen, you guys are talking about, you know, loading the dishwasher loudly. And Jeff, I might be that one person that gets it. And I completely get it. And what's funny is I do this in my professional life, but not in my personal life. And I'm going to take that advice and start doing it. But Callie said that she just started doing this in in professional life and, you know, letting people know what she does. I had a boss years and years ago who gave me a journal. In fact, like everyone in my same position, she gave us all journals for Christmas. It's it's a brag book. And I kind of looked at her a little strangely. And she said, anytime you go above and beyond, anytime you get a compliment, anytime somebody's at your desk trying to give you a compliment, she's like, use this brag book. So we all go completely unnoticed and nobody, you know, you go in for your annual review and, you know, no one remembers where they went above and beyond. She said, track it all year long. And I have done that professionally since then. Thanks to Jeff, I'm going to start loading my dishwasher loudly um, in my personal life too. So thanks, guys. Happy New Year. Bye. Third Love designs their bra with the perfect fit in mind. Okay, so here's what you're going to do. You go to thirdlove.com slash upside, right? You take their fit finder quiz and you're going to answer questions about your current bra, which I was like, how much really could they know by asking me these questions? But I filled it out anyways. I got my bra and it was the absolute perfect fit. Now, if you don't like what you get, you can wear it. You can decide if you like it or not. You can wash it. And then within a 60 day window, you can return it and they'll donate it to another woman in need, which I absolutely love. They want to make sure you're happy with their amazing products. And I love their love so much that I recently got rid of all of my old bras and replaced them with third love right now. Go to thirdlove.com slash upside and you get 15% off your first purchase. Wow. I can't talk. That's thirdlove.com slash upside for 15% off today. Hey guys, my new year's resolution is just a little bit different. Nothing earth shattering, but a little different than most. Um, my goal is to learn American sign language this year because I'm all about communications and communicating. And, um, Though I have a degree in Spanish, I'm not fluent anymore. I'm just proficient. But I want to learn a third language. Um, So I decided to learn American Sign Language. So anyway, that's all. Nothing earth-shattering, but I doubt you'll get many people saying that they're going to learn sign language this year. But by golly, I'm going to learn it. So anyway, y'all have a great uh, 2020. And thanks. And keep up all the great work. Bye, y'all. Jess, this is Laura, and I'm just telling you that I started a running club at my school specifically so I could wear an Adidas tracksuit. You let these people stop talking about your suit. 
I'm obsessed with my running suit, my running track suit. I even have my name on the back. Keep doing you. Bye. Hi, Kelly and Jeff. This is Paula from Lithia Springs, Georgia. And I was calling because of the Brooklyn bedding. Um, I want to know why they named it after the second child and not the first child. And if the first child was a boy, why they don't say it was named after their first daughter. I don't know. Just those thoughts here in the early morning. Have a great day. Hi, guys. I love that you guys have a phone number that I can just call whenever I have a question or comment. Um, I'm calling because I was very inspired today by Callie's, well, kind of rant about bras and how, like, you'll be wearing an uncomfortable bra, which is a really important piece for a long time, and then not do anything about it. It's weird. Bras are weird, especially, like, I'm a mom, and, you know, they can be expensive. Anyways, all I'm trying to say is I went on Third Love. I ordered two bras. I just ordered them. I used the code, um, but I had trouble finding the code. So I listened to two podcasts from this week, 30-minute or 30-second segments at a time to try to get it, and I finally got it, and it was worth it. It was really simple. I probably could have just remembered it like a normal person. But anyways, show is awesome. I love you guys, and I'm excited about my new bras. Thanks, bye. Treat other people how you want to be treated. Don't be bossy and always be respectful to your parents, too. Love you, bye.